back to That's Orgasmic. You are joined by your host, sexologist, Emily Duncan. Today, I want to talk about stepping into your power after a relationship and finding yourself and finding just this new strength, energy, power, whatever you want to call it, to thrive. So a little bit of a personal story to twist into this one today but I had a relationship for a few months this year and it was quite toxic fed into all my insecurities and it was not the type of relationship that makes you a better person it brings out the worst in you and I didn't really have that moment until I had a friend talk about the way they had asked their girlfriend out and they had said that they said in their speech you make me a better person and it really made me reflect and think about how I was showing up in this relationship and I was like I'm seeing sides of myself I've never seen before and it was just a wake-up call of like this is not serving me this is this is draining me and I noticed I lost all of my creativity I lost my passion, my drive. You would have seen with the podcast. This was during the time where like I didn't post for a month. I had to start posting fortnightly. I wasn't really doing interviews because I didn't want to do them. I had no energy, no creativity and just no space for anything else except for this relationship in the bare minimum of what I had to get done. And even like doing my assignments, it got to the point that like at the end of the last semester... I did not the one just gone but the one before I was literally in tears by the end of the semester and yeah the assignments were stressful it's post-grad but I know if I hadn't have been in this relationship that I would not have been in the state I was in because all of my spare mental energy was going to my anxious thoughts around this relationship and just bringing out my insecurities and my anxieties and it was so up and down that it was draining, like feeling so high on life one day and then terrible the next because of somebody else and not even necessarily because of their actions, more their lack of action, like it is draining. So if anybody's out there right now and they they feel that, like they're just so fucking drained and they're not being as creative, they're not like, you know, doing things for yourself, if you find that like when you plan your day, you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because, like, what if I see them? Or, like, I, you know, waiting, staying up to get that message or to keep talking to them. Like, no, do your, do you, do you structure, like, easier said than done, but, like, the best thing you can do is keep living life how you want to and how, and living life in the way of the person you want to be and, allowing this person to be there for the ride but not like you know kind of taking control of your life if that makes sense and the reason I guess I want to talk about this is because when you're in the moment it can kind of be hard to see your emotions get the better of you and it's one of those things that like you kind of got to come out of it to realize and that's like my situation now because after this relationship my creative energy has been flowing. It has been insane. Like just the ideas that are coming to me and it's giving me so much energy and I feel so in my feminine and like I just feel so good. Like so good. 
I have so much mental space to get the things I want to get done. I submitted all of my assignments in this past month, at least two to three days before they were due. I normally submit them two hours before they are due, two minutes before they are due. I have never been so, I guess, prioritizing myself. And, you know, my meditating, my journaling, everything, like my journal now is full of so much more self-growth. Whereas my last journal was just me trying to work out what the fuck was going on in this other person's head, what was going on in my head, the amount of pros and cons list, like it was just a book filled of insecurity, whereas my new journal is, the insecurities are still there, but I'm growing, I'm building on them, I'm not going down a deeper spiral, and I'm not focusing on somebody else and trying to understand them and my relationship with them with them it's all about me and it is such a shift and obviously as we know I have launched my business I have a live event in Geelong coming up on the 22nd of November so if you haven't bought tickets already you can buy tickets on Piano Bar Geelong's website all the links also in my bio on Instagram if you want to come to a That's Orgasmic live podcast which is going to be amazing and I wouldn't have been able to do these things if I was still seeing this person. I wouldn't have submitted my assignments early. I wouldn't have started the business. I wouldn't have this live event. I wouldn't be doing all of these amazing things and feeling amazing if I was still in this relationship. And it's only because I stepped into my power after this relationship. And I guess I just want you to like reflect for a moment if you're in a relationship now that doesn't serve you or you have been in the past like I just want to think like what was your creativity like while you were in that relationship were you striving towards your dreams and your goals how did you prioritize your self-care how was your mental health how was your anxiety what are your thoughts like what are your thoughts during the day And how much of your thinking is being consumed by this relationship? How lonely did you feel? Because if you're in a toxic relationship, I can always guarantee you are going to feel so much lonelier in that relationship than by yourself. Because like loneliness is just a feeling. It's It's not like a fact. Like I can be alone and not be lonely. But I can be in the presence of so many people and feel the loneliest I've ever felt. And I also just like reflecting on and also just reflecting like your connection with your friends and family, especially if you're in like a toxic relationship Um, and not even necessarily toxic, but a lot of your attention and focus can go to that person and then you kind of disconnect from your friends and family. And that can be a scary thing to happen if that relationship then ends because you don't have that support directly around you. And if you're in a relationship that just isn't serving you anymore like it's hard to leave I know that and I feel like especially for women in relationships especially with men like looking at a heterosexual relationship for instance just from like the examples that I've seen it's often like this balancing of the scales so on one scale we have how we view the relationship, the worth of the relationship and like how we romanticize that relationship, romanticize that person and then we have our self-worth and until our self-worth is higher 
than how we value that relationship we often don't leave and like I've seen this so many times where women will stay in relationships for an extra few months for an extra six months but they've already checked out but they're building their self-worth back up they're starting to see their friends again they're going to like the gym more doing things that make them feel good and building their self-worth up and also I guess I see this when you have relationships where you break up get back together break up get back together and I guess it almost like as horrible as that process is in a way like okay the first time you break up that's probably going to be the hardest then you get back together then the person who kind of broke your heart is healing you and then you break up again and then you kind of get back together and every time it almost feels easier but you're also like building your self-worth up again and realizing I deserve better than this but then also kind of having that person still being a comfort because they're coming back in and out of your life. Obviously the quicker you can end something with a clean just clean cut the easier it is in the long run but it's not easy and like for me for instance this relationship I've gotten out of that was like three months ago I still think about this person every day and if they're listening to this ah (laughs) but it's fine I do it's the honest truth like it's not easy and for a lot of people their way to get them off that person off your mind is to you know like what's that saying um the quickest way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else and people do that all the time and like yeah it, it can be a great healing method because also it distracts you. It gets you thinking about somebody else. But if we can step into our power and our self-worth, it's so magical. And it feels so good to be like, I've done this. I have prioritized myself and created this life for me. And it just, yeah, building your self-worth again is amazing. So I guess I want to talk about like how we can how we can do this and there's obviously everybody's going to have their different way but I think first like you've got to allow yourself some time to grieve and heal like it's not easy relationships ending are not easy but when you're ready spending time in reflection I think can be beneficial I love 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 to journal and just getting your thoughts out trying to work out okay how what did this relationship teach me? How did I show up in this relationship? What aspects did I didn't like that I brought to the relationship? What did I do well? And what did I like in them as a partner? What are things that I, you know, would love to have that in another partner? And what do I not want in another partner? So just kind of like working out what you want. And then we can also go beyond the relationship. All right, you've got a clean slate. It's just you again. What the fuck do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to study something? Do you want to, I don't know, start a new hobby, start that business, quit that job, move? What do you want to do for you? You like, depending on all the other things in your life, you know, children and commitments in like work, family, whatever, this is going to be one of those moments where you have the most freedom. Because you no longer have somebody that you're like doing life with. It's just, it's just you now. So working out your goals, writing it down, making, you know, six months. And if you don't know, that's okay. Start listening to podcasts, reading some books, mingling with different people and 
trying new things. You don't know if you like something unless you try it and you might try something new and then it's your new hobby or you get such a passion for it. Like I want to make a career in this and that's amazing. So just trying as many new things as you possibly can. Also a great way to, I guess, kind of distract yourself because if you're trying something new, your mental energy has to go to that activity. You can't be thinking about this X. Like you got to think about what's in front of you. I also definitely recommend things for like just improving your like your health, your spiritual health. So like obviously I said journaling, meditating is another great one because often the thoughts that come into your mind when you're meditating, you can then go and reflect on when you're journaling and just being able to refocus your attention because every time like this person comes into your mind, which is going to be a lot when you break up, every time they like come into your mind, we're gonna, you're gonna have two tendencies. You're either gonna be like, get the fuck out of my head. Oh my God, like I don't wanna be thinking about you right now, which is, gives it more energy, I guess, kind of labels it as a bad thought, which isn't gonna help get rid of that thought. Or you're gonna go down fantasy lane. You're gonna, you know, remember, remember things, go down your imagine, imagine, oh my God, I can't even say it, your imagination and make up a fantasy of what about this or what if this happened? What if we run into each other at the club or the gym and like go down that path, which I'm so guilty of. But one of the things I guess that helped me is every time that that happened is I tried focusing on my breath. And distracting myself but I often found that just wasn't enough so I just every time I thought of like this person I would just go thinking label it thinking I'm thinking and then focus on my breath or something else and it just gave it a really neutral term and gave it a really like just a neutral thing that was like not a good or bad thought it's just I'm just thinking and that has helped a lot as I said still think about them every day um but it's helped a lot And just help me not feel as bad about the fact that I'm thinking about them. Potentially also taking a break from dating could be beneficial. Often if you're somebody who finds a lot of... You put a lot of worth on getting validation from other people. It might be good to spend some time trying to find some some validation within yourself how can you validate yourself so you don't need somebody else to do it so if there is somebody else in your life and they do you know praise you validate you whatever it's just like an added bonus but it's not it's not what you rely on so often like just spending time with yourself deleting dating apps not having somebody else to distract you and then using that time to focus on your goals or what you want out of life even if it's just pleasure like just focusing on pleasure masturbating, going for walks, going out for dinner with your friends, doing things that make you feel good, immersing yourself in a book. Because if you know, you got your dating apps going off, if you're somebody who doesn't prioritize yourself, say you love to read. Well, what if your phone's pinging every like five minutes? Are you going to put the book down so you can message them? And then you're kind of losing the things that you love to do for this other external validation. And I'm a sucker for this and I found like I had to just delete everything because I have all these goals and all these things I want to do but I can't sit down and record a podcast or edit a podcast if I've got my, you know, my Tinder pinging because like 
I, I would, what if this is my boyfriend? What if this is my next boyfriend? What if this is just like, like the next best thing of my life? I've got to put my energy into that. I can't miss this opportunity. And it's just, it's not beneficial. It's not beneficial while you've just left a relationship. If obviously you've been single for a while and you are ready, fucking, you know, go for it, but don't lose yourself in the process. Don't, not prioritize yourself. Don't do the things that you would normally do or you want to get done just to talk to this person over text who you haven't even fucking met yet or you've been on one date with. Because often I also see like so many women, I think also just being in our early 20s, like the people around me, they go on one date and like, oh, they start freaking out. Like, I don't know. I don't really want a relationship. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know if I should see them again. Like, they were really nice, but like, I just don't want a relationship. And I'm like, slow down you went on one date you've known this person for a total time of four hours in person that is not enough time to determine that let alone you don't even know what they're thinking like yeah they might be keen on you but they haven't have you had the conversation if you want a relationship yet no so like people often like they just jump so far ahead so once again like stepping into your internal self stepping into your power and doing things for you and not like getting swept up in this fantasy I guess even though it's so nice and it's so fun but it's also a distraction too um not that I'm trying to make this podcast just like do your goals be a better person but I just think it's it's just important to be aware of I guess because you know say you get out of the relationship and it was toxic or you know it wasn't what you wanted or whatever if you don't do the self-work in between that relationship and your next relationship, you're often just going to repeat the same patterns. You're going to show up in the same way. If you have an anxious attachment, you're probably going to find somebody who really fuels your anxious attachment. And it's so hard to continually go through relationships that don't serve you. So you have to do, like, I guess, the work and really step into your power in between these relationships so you can find somebody who makes you a better person, who gives you energy, who feeds you creativity, who doesn't drain you, that when you are thinking of them, you just feel good. Obviously, relationships have their ups and downs, but when we're looking at like the whole bigger picture, that this person is somebody who just lifts you up. They're an added value to your life. And then that will allow you to further step into your power. Because not only can you do that by yourself, but you now have this energy of somebody else who is lifting you up even more and making you even more powerful. So if you are somebody who related to this um, or you just you're currently in this relationship that's not serving you anymore, you've just left a relationship and like wanting this support or you're really just wanting to step into your confidence, step into your sexual energy and in just feeling more confident, this is something that I can help you with in my sex coaching sessions, like as a sexologist, even though it's not directly sex, it's so interconnected because obviously with most of our relationships that are romantic, they're sexual, obviously not for everybody, but it's just yeah it's something that a lot of us need support with and just having somebody who can see your blind spots maybe and help you through this and just really help build your confidence again because I just want to see everybody thrive so if 
this is something you want support with, please reach out either through my email or um, my Instagram. So my Instagram is That's Orgasmic or my email is emilyduncan at thatsorgasmic.com. My website should be up soon, which will be emilyduncansexology.com, but I will let you know when that is up and running. So then you can just book a, stre- a session straight away. So thank you, Shaggers. Thank you for listening. As always, please reach out with any like comments, questions or stories, either through my Instagram or email. Please subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast and leave a review as I would love to know what you're thinking. So thank you, Shaggers, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>